Hello and welcome to the Alex Esquivel Show. Thank you for joining us today. I am your host, Alex Esquivel. And today we will be talking about the all-time NFC South team. That's right. The all-time NFC South team. We We will be talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, and the Carolina Panthers today. So the NFC South uh, division has started in 2002 uh, when they did the realignment to have four uh, divisions in each conference. Uh, Before that, Tampa, New Orleans, and Atlanta, they were part of the NFC West. Actually, all four teams, Tampa Bay, New Orleans Saints, Atlanta, and Carolina were in the NFC West. Uh, But when they did the realignment, uh, they moved these four teams into the NFC uh south and tampa bay has been around since 1976 uh they have 11 playoff wins and two super bowls uh wins uh, so they won in 2002 and 2020 uh the new orleans saints were introduced into the nfl in 1967 they have 10 playoff wins and of course they have their one super bowl in 2009 Uh, The Atlanta Falcons came into the NFL in 1966. Uh, They also have 10 playoff wins. Uh, They have no Super Bowls. They have not won any Super Bowls, although they they have been to two Super Bowls. Uh, The Carolina Panthers, uh, one of the newest teams in the NFL, uh, joined the NFL in 1995. And they have nine playoff wins uh, and no Super Bowls. Uh, So it's pretty uh, interesting that Carolina has nine playoff wins, which is one less than New Orleans and Atlanta and two less than Tampa, considering that they uh, started in the NFL in 1995. But this is uh, the division that has the less Super Bowl wins in the NFC, right? There's only three Super Bowl wins between these four teams, and that is Tampa Bay with two, New Orleans with one. So once again, like uh, we've been doing, uh, I will be talking about the all-time team. For you to be considered uh, part of the team, you have to have played for these four, one of these four teams. And for instance, like uh, Deion Sanders, uh, you have to have played in, for instance, the Atlanta Falcons. I put him with the Falcons because he played with the Falcons longer than the uh, 49ers. And he was tied with the Cowboys, uh, so I went ahead and put him with the Falcons. Uh, but you have had to play more years with these four teams to be considered part of the NFC South team. So quarterback, let's start with quarterback for the all-time NFC South team. Uh, Carolina Panthers, I think you could probably say the best quarterback that they have had is Cam Newton, which has been in the news. He has been in the news this week on whether he is a Hall of Famer or, or not. And I will have another show about him. The Atlanta Falcons, we can probably say that his best, the best quarterback to throw the ball for the Falcons uh, does not live up uh, to the guy that I picked. Uh, Probably the best passer in Falcons history is Matt Ryan. Uh, So my quarterback for, and Tom Brady, of course, uh, for Tampa Bay, uh, he will be considered a AFC East quarterback because he was... uh, with New England Patriots longer than he was with Tampa. So my quarterback that I picked for the all-time NFC South team, I went ahead and went with Drew Brees. I went ahead with Drew Brees 
13 Pro Bowls. That is a lot of Pro Bowls, guys, that Drew Brees made. He was also an All-Pro once, a Super Bowl champ once, and a Super Bowl MVP. He has over 80,000 yards passing and over 570 touchdowns. And, of course, he does have that one Super Bowl, right? Uh, Think about uh, New Orleans had never won a Super Bowl before Drew Brees. And Drew Brees... Uh, won one for New Orleans, right? The only Super Bowl that New Orleans has is because of Drew Brees and the team that he had. A very interesting player. You think about he started in San Diego, uh, gets his shoulder injured at the end of his contract. Um, San Diego does not want to bring him back because they're worried about his shoulder, so they don't re-sign him. Uh, Miami uh, is looking into Drew Drew Brees, and they don't sign him because he doesn't pass a physical. And so New Orleans brings him in, and he basically becomes Mr. New Orleans. Like I said, 13 Pro Bowls, takes him to the Super Bowl, and he is a symbol of the New Orleans Saints. So to me, the best quarterback to come out of the NFC South is Drew Brees. At running back, it was hard to pick a running back um, for this division. Uh, Tampa Bay has had some running backs throughout the years, but they have good four years maybe, and then they leave. I think of uh, Mike Allstott was a good running back. Um, New Orleans Saints have had some running backs throughout the years, but uh, none of these teams have had a long running back uh, that has been with them for years. Uh, So the numbers for these guys are lower than some of these other divisions. that they, They don't have an Emmett Smith in this division. They don't have a Walter Payton in this division. Um... So I was kind of going for Alvin Kamara. He does have five Pro Bowls. But my issue with Alvin Kamara, he has never had a 1,000-yard season, which is kind of interesting since he's made the Pro Bowls. He kind of does both running and receiving. uh, But I just can't put a running back in at all-time team if you have never had a 1,000-yard season rushing the ball. So I went ahead and went with Jonathan Stewart of the Carolina Panthers, the all-time leading rusher for the Carolina Panthers. He has one Pro Bowl, uh, 7,335 yards rushing, and he does have 51 touchdowns rushing. Uh, does have more touchdowns than Alvin Kamara. Uh, like I said, uh, I just could not put Alvin Kamara in since he's never had a 1,000 yards rushing. He does have close to 800, 900 yards rushing. Of course, he receives, he does catch the ball a lot and gets a lot of receptions but uh growing up a running back you were viewed a good running back if you could hit that thousand yard mark and so I went ahead and went with Jonathan Stewart all right so let's go with wide receivers I'm picking three wide receivers because most teams do run uh three wide receiver sets instead of having a traditional fullback and running back um so I went ahead with my Number one running back, my number one running back, I went ahead and went with Julio Jones from the Atlanta Falcons. Julio Jones from the Atlanta Falcons, seven Pro Bowls. He has made two All-Pros. He has 903 receptions, 13,629 yards, and 63 touchdowns. So I did put an Atlanta Falcon as one of my receivers. Julio Jones, a big, strong uh, receiver, Like I said, he's made the Pro Bowl seven times, seven times. So I think Julio Jones, great 
number one receiver. As my number two, I went with the Carolina Panther. I went with Steve Smith. I went with Steve Smith, five Pro Bowls and two All-Pros, right? Uh, Steve Smith, five Pro Bowls, two All-Pros. In his career, he had over 1,000 receptions. He he has 14,731 yards and 81 touchdowns, right? Steve Smith, uh, great wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, For my number three, for my number three wide receiver, I went with a Buccaneer. I went with Mike Evans. Mike Evans, he has four Pro Bowls, one Super Bowl, right? Did win the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. He has 683 receptions, 10,425 yards, and 81 touchdowns. That is my three wide receivers that I picked for my all-time NFC South team. And now let's go to tight end for tight end. Um, Tony Gonzalez, I did look him up. Uh, he did play years with the Atlanta Falcons, but he played more years with the Kansas City Chiefs. So I will look at Tony Gonzalez next week uh, and see if he is able to make the AFC West team. But for my tight end that I made, uh, the tight end that I decided to go for my all-time NFC South team, I went with Jimmy Graham from the New Orleans Saints. Uh, He played five seasons with New Orleans, uh, three seasons with Seattle, two with Green Bay, and two with Chicago. Uh, And I think for some strange reason, he had a better, his career was better with New Orleans uh, than any of these other teams. Um, So we ended up having five Pro Bowls and one All-Pro. He had 713 receptions, 8,506 yards, and 85 touchdowns uh so that is jimmy graham i went with tight end uh the former new orleans saint tight end uh very spectacular when he was with new orleans when he was throwing uh catching balls uh from drew Brees. uh for my lineman let's go with lineman i left tackle uh this was a no-brainer willie rofe i went with willie rofe the former new orleans saint 11 pro bowlers and four all pros four all pros and he is also a hall of famer uh one of the few hall of famers that uh played in this division uh willie rolf was a great left tackle for the saints uh left guard i went with jerry evans from the tampa bay buccaneers he had six pro bowls four all pros and of course he did have a super bowl uh, with the Buccaneers, with the Buccaneers. For center, I went with the Atlanta Falcon and kind of an old timer, Jeff Van Note, who ended up making six Pro Bowls for the Atlanta Falcons. For you, So for you old time Atlanta Falcon fans, I did put an old Falcon in there as well. At right guard, I put Bill Fralick, another Atlanta Falcon, uh, four Pro Bowls. And two All Pros, four Pro Bowls, and two All Pros for my right tackle. I put Demar Dotson, another Tampa Bay Buccaneer, for right tackle. For right tackle, so that is my offense. Uh, let's go with my defensive side of the football for my defensive end. My first one, I picked Leroy Selman, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, defensive end. 
six Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, and he is a Hall of Famer for the Buccaneers. Had 78 sacks. Had 78 sacks. Uh, and I went, actually went, I lived in Georgia for about 10 years. Uh, and I'm, I am a Cowboy fan. And one year the Cowboys played in Tampa. And I remember me, my brother, and my parents, uh, we went to Tampa to go see uh, the Cowboys play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I remember I saw Leroy Selman's name everywhere in Tampa Bay. Everywhere in Tampa, in Tampa Bay, uh, in Tampa. Uh, so, like I said, he is a Hall of Famer, a well-known name in the area of Tampa. For my other defensive end, I went with Claude Humphrey. Six Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, and also a Hall of Famer. He had 130 sacks. 130 sacks. My defensive tackles should sound a little bit more familiar to some of you young guys. Uh, for my first defensive tackle, I went with Warren Sapp from Tampa Bay. Warren Sapp, seven Pro Bowls, four All-Pros, one Super Bowl, right? He won the Super Bowl with that legendary uh, John Gruden Tampa Bay Buccaneer team. And, of course, he is a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. He had 96 sacks in his career. That's very impressive for a defensive tackle. Uh, Warren Sapp, a great defensive tackle. His wars and battles uh, with uh, Brett Favre. Brett Favre, uh, very interesting. And I do, I did make a mistake. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were not in the NFC West. Uh, they were in the NFC Central. They were in the NFC Central because... Uh, the Buccaneers and the Packers would play each other twice a year. Uh, and my other defensive tackle, I went with Vita Vea. Vita Vea, which is a player that is playing right now, right? He is a modern-day player. Uh, he's played five seasons with Tampa. He does have one Pro Bowl and has one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. He won that Super Bowl, of course, with the Tom Brady Buccaneers. So those are my defensive tackles. For my linebackers, uh, we start out with number one. I'm going with Ricky Jackson from New Orleans. Uh, linebacker, outside linebacker, had six Pro Bowls. Uh, did have one Super Bowl win at the end of his career. He did join the 49ers and won a Super Bowl, the 94 Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers. He is a Hall of Famer with 136 sacks. Ricky Jackson. Uh, was a New Orleans Saint. Uh, for my middle linebacker, I had two guys uh, that I came down to the wire to decide between. I went with, uh, ended up going with Derek Brooks, uh, another Tampa Bay Buccaneer, 11 Pro Bowls, five All-Pros, one Super Bowl, and he also had Defensive Player of the Year one year, a Derek Brooks, uh, Derek Brooks Hall of Famer. Great middle linebacker for the Buccaneers. Um, very good linebacker, made tackles everywhere. Uh, was the heart of the uh, legendary Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, first Super Bowl winning team. For my other linebacker, I went with Pat Swilling. Pat Swilling, also a New Orleans Saint. He had five Pro Bowls and two All-Pros, and he had 107 sacks. Pat Swilling. Uh, Pat Swilling also wore number 56, like Lawrence Taylor. Uh, was a good linebacker. Linebacker, I do remember Pat Swilling. Uh, very good 
a linebacker. For my cornerbacks, the number one corner that I have ever seen, and I've been watching football since about 1990, is Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, uh, to me, the greatest corner that I have ever seen since, and I've been watching football since 1990. Eight Pro Bowls, six All Pros. Of course, he won the Super Bowl in 94 with the 49ers. He won the 95 Super Bowl with the Dallas Cowboys. He was a defensive player of the year, and he is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, 53 interceptions. Uh, total in his career, he played five years with Atlanta, one year with the 49ers, five years with the Cowboys, uh, one year with the uh, Washington Redskins, and two years with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, so I, I could have picked him. I guess I could have picked uh, Deion Sanders as the a Cowboy corner, but I went ahead and, and kept him with Atlanta. Uh, but Deion Sanders, in, in my opinion, has been the best uh, cornerback that the Cowboys have had. Uh, and in my opinion, he is definitely the best corner the Atlanta Falcons have had. Uh, but I got him as my number one corner. Deion Sanders, to me, the greatest corner that has ever lived. 53 interceptions is a lot of interceptions considered a lot of teams threw away from him. Right? He could intercept the ball and take it to the house quickly. Uh, very flamboyant. Uh, I loved watching Deion Sanders play. I loved watching Deion Sanders play. I did have his jersey uh, growing up. I had posters of Deion Sanders. Uh, to me, he was a bigger-than-life character. Uh, for my other corner, I went with another Hall of Famer. I went with Rondé Barber, uh, cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Won that first Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. He has five Pro Bowls. Three All-Pros. He, like I said, he won a Super Bowl with the New Orleans Saints. And he is a Hall of Famer. He had 47 <clears throat> interceptions in his career. So I have Deion Sanders and Rondé Barber as my corners. Uh, for my safeties, my first safety, I went with a, another Hall of Famer. He's about to join the Hall of Fame, I think. Or he just recently entered. John Lynch. From the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, also a part of that legendary uh, Tampa Bay uh, team that won their first Super Bowl. Uh, John Lynch, nine Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, one Super Bowl, 26 interceptions. Uh, he reminded me a lot of the Cowboy safety, Darren Woodson, who I believe should be in the Hall of Fame as well. Uh, both of them were good in the box. Both of them could uh, hit. Uh, take the running back down, and they could cover. Uh, so John Lynch, uh, like I said, was a vicious hitter. Uh, I got as my safety. Got as my safety. My other safety. I went with Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, three Super Bowl, three, two Super Bowls, and three Pro Bowls, and he had 21 interceptions. And he is also a former New Orleans Saint. Uh, so that is my AFC South team. That is my AFC South team. Uh, next week, I will talk about the all-time AFC West. We will finally be moving into the AFC all-time teams. I will talk about the all-time AFC West team. So we will be talking about Kansas City, Chiefs, the Denver Broncos, the Las Vegas Raiders, and I will include the Oakland Raiders and the LA Raiders as well. The players that played for the LA, 
the other locations. And of course, we'll talk about the LA Chargers slash San Diego Chargers. Of course, now they are in LA. Uh, those will be the next four teams we will talk about. I will say that this team is heavy on tight ends. So make sure you tune in next week to see if your favorite player on the Kansas City Chief team made the team. If your Denver Bronco made the team. If your LA, San Diego, no, not LA, uh, Las Vegas Raider and LA Charger favorite player made the team. Alexa, that is the topic of the uh, next podcast in Friday, a week from today. Um, also, make sure you uh, follow and share to keep up with these recordings. And you guys have a great weekend. Try to stay cool. I am in Texas and it is hot. Uh, try, to, try to stay cool. Stay hydrated. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Alex Esquivel Show. I am your host, Alex Esquivel. Thank you for joining us today. Um, so today we will be talking about uh, big news coming out of the weekend. Of the weekend, um, sometimes we get a point in our life when we have to decide if we want to go to a place where we will be successful. You know where we will be happy. Or do we go to a place where we will make the most money or we'll make the most money? And this is the question that DeAndre Hopkins had to answer and he chose the money. So DeAndre Hopkins, of course, this weekend uh, signs a contract that he is going to the Tennessee Titans, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, signs a two-year deal for $26 million with $3 million in incentives, right? So two million, two years, $26 million uh, contract. Uh, you think about DeAndre Hopkins, five Pro Bowls, three All-Pros. Uh, he did uh, turn 31 last month, 31 last month. And he's up there in age as a wide receiver, right? 31, you're starting to get up there. And I think he made the choice of, you know what, let me get one more uh, b big contract before I head out of the league instead of trying to go to another team that had a better chance of getting to a Super Bowl. DeAndre Hopkins does not uh, have a Super Bowl. He's been with uh, Houston. Uh, of course, the Texans do not have a Super Bowl win. And he's also been with the uh, Arizona Cardinals. They do not have a Super Bowl win, and he's going to another team that does not have a Super Bowl win uh, in the Tennessee Titans. And I believe uh, Tennessee Titans this year uh, do not have a chance to make the Super Bowl this year either. Uh, you think about uh, the Tennessee Titans, their quarterback, uh, Tannehill, uh, started 12 games last year for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, he is average at best. Um they also last year, uh, Dobbs started two games for the Tennessee Titans. Willis started three games, uh, but he only threw in those three games 276 yards. So he does not push the ball downfield. 
Of course, there is a wild card in the quarterback room in Tennessee, and that is Will Levis, the rookie. Uh, So those are the quarterbacks that the Tennessee Titans have at the moment. Uh, Neither one of them is, uh, like I said, pushes the ball really downfield. Is someone that gets a lot of uh, yards and touchdowns. Uh, Last year, Tennessee as a whole only threw for 3,227 yards. All three quarterbacks combined. They were in the bottom four of uh, passing yards in the league. So they, for some reason, uh, they don't throw the ball very much. Right, you think about they run the ball. They're a heavy run running team with uh, Henry, uh, who is a great running back. Uh, their offense, for some reason, uh, wide receivers don't get a lot of yards, don't get a lot of touchdowns, and uh, that could be just the kind of offense they are running. It could be their quarterbacks that, uh, like I said, Tannehill is mediocre um, at best. And I just see Tennessee Titans. Like I said, I don't feel. Uh, this is a good spot for Hopkins to go to if he wants to win. I feel like he went over here for the money. You think about Tennessee Titans, you're in the AFC now. Um, so the number one quarterback and team in, in the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs. And Mahomes is the number one quarterback in the league. You also got Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, Josh Allen in Buffalo. All three of those teams and quarterbacks are better than the Tennessee Titans. Herbert in San Diego is a better quarterback as well. I just don't know how well their team, sometimes their team loses games. San Diego, or I'm sorry, uh, LA Chargers sometimes lose games that they shouldn't lose. Uh, That's what haunts the Chargers uh, quite a bit throughout the years. Um, And then you think about in their own division, Tennessee, uh, they went 7-10 and last year. They did not even win their division last year. Uh, the division was won by Jacksonville, and I feel Jacksonville <clears throat> is uh, starting to gain momentum, starting to get better. Um, they have a Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, Lawrence uh, made some strides last year after the terrible year that he had the year before uh, with Urban and the disaster of a season that was. And so I feel the Jacksonville is getting better. Uh, Tennessee, I feel that they are starting to lose their power in that division. Uh, Vrabel is a great coach. You know, they will play defense. They will run the ball. But my question is, can they get those passing first downs when they need them? Can they get them passing touchdowns when they need them? And I feel they do not have the quarterbacks to do that. I feel they do not have the quarterback to do that. So I do not know how much DeAndre Hopkins will help the Tennessee Titans. Um, past that hurdle of getting the uh, wide receivers more yards, uh, more touchdowns for the Titans. I, I just don't see, you know, like I said, he's 31. Uh, they they rely heavily on the run. Uh, they are more of a conservative passing team. So I, I just don't see the fit. I don't see the fit. And that's why I feel uh, Hopkins decided to come to Tennessee uh, to get the money, right? Two years, $26 million. And you can't blame him. You can't blame him. Uh, 31 years old, uh, his contract is, uh, his career is coming to an end. And so he needs to get all the money he can before uh, he retires. But I, I don't see him or, or the Titans uh, doing very well. I mean, maybe, maybe they can get a wild card, uh, but I do not see him winning their division. 
And if they do get in the wild card, there's a host of teams that are better. Uh, there's a host of quarterbacks that are better than what they can produce. So even if they do get into the playoffs, uh, they will be out that first round. Uh, they will be out that first round. So that is my prediction for the Tennessee Titans, uh, where DeAndre Hopkins has decided to go uh, to the Tennessee Titans. He's going back to the NFC South. So he will have to play his old team, the Houston Texans, twice a year. Uh, so we shall see what will happen with him in Tennessee. We will see what will happen with him in Tennessee. Uh, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to follow. And I hope you guys have a great day.